literally the first thing that came out of her mouth was like you're so fat are you the fattest in your class oh my god hello and welcome to episode eight of judea and friends podcast i am your host call me judea and today i am joined by dara felicia hi guys thank you for joining me today um first of all i have to say a big um sorry i guess i don't know for last week and not uploading an episode it's a long story essentially the, the sound quality wasn't that great so i didn't want to upload it and kind of taint the amazing quality that i have up there already amen <laughs> so um yeah i do hope you enjoyed this episode i feel like it's going to be a good episode oh and because of my voice uh you're gonna have to deal with it because you know i can't do anything about it (laughs) but essentially today i wanted to touch on um body positivity and what that means to you and this is the first part of a series i won't call it a series probably like two parts but this is the first part the second part will be um sitting down with the guys and getting their their um view on body positivity as well but what does body positivity mean to you guys hmm. that's a really interesting I one think, i think i don't know you're gonna ask me that let me google it um i think for me body positivity is kind of um embracing yourself and all your flaws mm-hmm. and acknowledging that yeah you're gonna have moments where you envy somebody else's body or um, where you envy some the way another person looks, but being able to come back and really saying, but I still like myself. Mm-hmm. I still have things I need to work on, but I'm even if I never did, I'm still happy with who <coughs> I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and surrounding yourself with people who also share that same view and also um, perpetuate that same message. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I feel like it is just recognizing that there are areas of your body that you can work on but accepting all areas of it regardless what about you what did google tell you no google didn't give me a paper answer (laughs) 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 um i think to me body positivity is just about acceptance like within yourself and like when even if you're not happy about something like Mm. it's just you just acknowledging it's also an acknowledgement of just like the way you are and like dara said and you touched on just working towards that like if you feel that you need to be in a certain place like work towards that goal if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and don't let like positivity in many sense is just don't let other people have a perception of you like you need to just perceive yourself in a way that is positive to your own mindset Mm. true true and i feel like the journey to get to the point where you can be body positive well for me anyway it's still an ongoing journey um I don't know. I guess we can kind of touch on individual journeys if you guys want to share. If not, then it's cool. But um, essentially, my journey was... My journey, I feel like, officially started when I hit high school, I want to say. Because between year six and year seven, I had this ridiculous growth spurt. And I came back being, like, basically the tallest person in year seven. And... It didn't, like, my height didn't match my personality at the time because I was, like, really, really withdrawn and, like, shy and I didn't like to stand out. But obviously, because I'm the tallest person in the whole school, or U7, I do stand out. And it was just... 
for a long time it was me just hating my height and how tall I was because all the other girls and all my friends were always like smaller petite girls and when it came to shopping they could we could all like you know how when you're younger Mm. everyone wants to buy like the same item of clothing Mm. so that everyone wears it at the same time I couldn't do that it could not be me because everyone's buying mini skirts and the mini skirts are turning into like midriffs for me Mm. so that was like as little as it like it seems like a small thing now but growing up that was like a really really big thing so I feel like it went from hating my height to finally accepting my height and then realizing that there's other parts of my body that I didn't like so I think it was probably like yeah I don't know what year but probably I was like 16 17 when I started to realize that hey I want curves like I want to be really really curvy and I want a booty and that was the opposite of that was the opposite of what was there no like I till this day I till this day have a little booty and it just in my mind still to this day I feel like it doesn't work with the image of my body that I feel like I want or that I feel like I need to have and it doesn't work it doesn't work with the image of my body that I feel like I want or that I need to have and I feel like um presently it's just like an everyday struggle with kind of make trying to make do with the body that I have and trying to find the parts of my body that I love and appreciate and using those parts to kind of overshadow the parts that I'm not liking as much Mm. is that something similar to what you guys have gone through or are going through um I mean I don't want to speak for anybody else but I don't know if there's any woman who ever stops going through body image issues Mm. even when you look at um um like women who you look at them and you're like wow you are really skinny your hair's really great um, your body is banging, blah, blah, blah. But then you read stuff and they have insecurities as well. Mm. And I think it was realizing that it's if you chase perfection, you're just going to be left disappointed. Mm. So what you need to chase is acceptance. Um, I remembered, like of yourself, I remember when I was, what, 15, we went to Nigeria and that was the first time that we've been to Nigeria. Um, and my auntie Mm. she saw me literally the first thing that came out of her mouth was like dara you're so fat are you the fattest in your class oh (laughs) Oh my god honestly if you ever want to get some truths go to a nigerian period okay they will give they will you know lay it all out on the table no beating around the bush no nope. sugar coating nope. they will just tell you exactly Straight what out. they think so if you've got a sensitive um personality probably don't come find me <laughs> don't come <laughs> find anyone in my family because <laughs> i don't want to i don't got the money to pay for your psychological issues for real you need thick skin. <laughs> <laughs> really you do and um, it made me realize, like, I did actually have insecurities. And being 15, I always knew that I was, like, bigger than other kids. Um, I was very well aware of the fact that, you know, my compared to my sister, like, I was much bigger than her. And she could wear whatever she wanted. And I could never wear um, things. Like, she could shop at all the cool young stores. Shout out to Sue Prey. Um and I had to, like, go and struggle to find stuff at Target in the women's section. In the section. women's section. Oh, God. There is nothing that breaks your heart more than when you wear a size bigger than your own mum and you're, like, 15 years old. And um, I would probably say through my... I'm 27 now. And 
I carried that insecurity for a really, really, really long time. Probably up until I was maybe like, I don't know, I'm 27. I'm still going through it, actually. Yeah, it would be a lie for me to say I've, you know, I'm 27. I've come over, I'm, I've come out the other side. But I think what's, um, apart from the fact that, you know, I found something that works for me in terms of like, I found a natural love for exercise and that's helped me in terms of like, I just have, it's helped me with my mental health, but also um, what I feed my soul has honestly made a big difference. Now, I'm not trying to get preachy, but honestly, I'm just talking about like what I view and what I look at. So my social media is lame because I don't have very many followers and I don't follow many people. And that's because the people that I follow, it's specific to what is what am I going to wake up to and when I'm scrolling whether mindlessly or thoughtfully through my feed what am I going to see what's the message that I'm going to receive for a really long time I was finding that I was what was really affecting my view of myself was how I viewed others Mm. and like there was one of the episodes that you guys talked about in terms of how people portray their life on social media Mm. no one is ever going to post like the fact that um you know you see them in this bikini shop but Mm. they took like a thousand photos before they posted that one um or that they're sucking in their breath really hard (laughs) to be able to get that or they guys if you see someone with a thigh gap bro they are pushing that booty out separating their legs if you want hip tips and tricks and i get a thigh gap in a photo hit me up because I mean, I'm um, you up now. seriously you think oh well she's got a thigh gap but then you realize actually it's the way people manipulate yeah, their, the, way, the way they stand without even knowing photoshop just the way they stand can be angle. a difference right the best person at doing that is T- tammy Himbro. yes and you know for a while like i would look at her and i'm like I spend so long in the gym. I do this. Like, you want to talk about little booties? I have no booty. Like, honestly. But I think it's just really surrounding myself with women physically who uplift me, who are confident in themselves and reassure me, my family, and also then social media, making sure that what I see, I don't need to be like, you ask me what's going on with the Kardashians and I don't know. And I honestly do not care. I won't, even if I see a story on them, I will not click it. I will not like it because for me, I think what I want to live out for other women, for other girls, and, and in turn, what I want to be brought on me is mm-hmm. a positive message about how to accept how you look, whatever way that might be. Yeah. Like, yes, we all have things to fix. I actually don't think there's anything wrong with you if you want to go and get surgery, if you want to go and get this blah, blah, blah to fix it. Mm-hmm. But do it for yourself, not because you That's hate fine, yourself. Yeah. Do it because you think that, you know what, I love who I am, but you know what I would love? I would love to get a little bit of a this or that. I'm not ashamed to admit that. I mean, I've had a kid and I would love to get a boob job. That would be a straight up life. I said, I don't want that. Mm. And if that's what, it's not because I hate myself. It's just because I'm like, this is something that I want to improve on. Um, but it's not based on a hatred for myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm. No, I agree with that. No, definitely. Um, to be honest, I think with me, like, because growing up, I had a really fast metabolism. So, like, I could eat anything and everything. And because oh, lucky you. Hate you. Are you really, girl? <laughs> Are you? Yeah, so, like, I could eat anything and everything. So, because of that, like, I grew up, like, not really caring about what I was eating. Like, I would eat literally Macca's 
day in and day out and like I wouldn't feel affected by it but now that I'm getting like older I'm realizing that like I don't have a fast metabolism anymore <laughs> um I've somehow lost that and it's just come to a point and honestly when it comes to exercising I wish I could find a natural love for it but I really cannot I have lasted approximately I think the longest I've lasted in the Two gym weeks? no time not length gosh oh okay I have lasted approximately 20 probably, minutes. No, 30 minutes. Okay, okay. It's been 30 minutes. But I was 20 <laughs> minutes. That was 20 minutes in the toilet, 10 minutes on the floor. <laughs> no, for real. Like, she's not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I'm actually not joking, though. And I have literally signed up for every gym. Every single in gym. In Australia. Like, if you want to know about a gym and the membership and how much it costs and the, like, cancellation, <laughs> contact me. me. I'm telling you. Like, when I cancel my, my gym subscription, I literally just call them and I, I'm like, oh, I can't like go to the gym anymore because the doctors like i broke something or i'll just make up this lame story and just get out of the membership and that's just been something i've been doing for a very long time because my mindset is just like yeah but there'll be like that three weeks four weeks period where i'm just like no i'm gonna eat right i'm gonna like work out i'm gonna do so well and i start and i'm just like wait like who am i trying to like who am i trying to do it for (laughs) i got a man (laughs) exactly like who am i trying like who like who's gonna pay my bills like i'm not trying to impress anyone and then like you said like like i follow all these people on social media and the funny thing is i followed this page called before money bay they're actually like um they're actually before money bay so it's all like this um befores and afters befores and afters of all these social media people and it's crazy because it's like you see what they look like before and these people like honestly all of them that i follow they go hard out at the gym like every time they go they post something they're like i'm working out and you can see them sweating like they're, li- they're actually like i don't know if they're chucking water at themselves or what what they're doing but they're sweating so i'm just like wait that doesn't make sense like how many times beforehand like i've seen people work out like crazy but they lose weight but their body is never ever like that mm-hmm. and growing up like i'm glad that i had like people around me where it's like i didn't ever feel a certain way i didn't feel like oh you know what i need to enhance my body like i need to feel a- like i didn't feel that insecurity mm-hmm. for a bit until after i think it was when i because i also been having the fast metabolism when i was younger i used to do like modeling continuously so day in and day out so that's like even though i was eating everything and anything like i still was very conscious i think when i was like in year 12 like back in 2015 i started becoming very conscious about like what i ate and how i looked and stuff like if i started like having real and like you said my grandma every time she sees me even now if i'm walking around the house if she sees me she's like you see look behind your back your back is swelling up (laughs) and before i used to care like i used to be like okay i used to waist train and then i used to do that but i'm like wait that's okay and then she'd be like your your thighs look like your father's i'm like that's fine he's my father like she'll just insult like she'll just find any way to just insult me and because of that i'm just like you know what i'm tired and i can't come and kill myself but in saying that there's been also times where i'm just like I've considered doing like surgery and stuff. Like not considered, like I've thought about, I'm like, oh, I want to, cause I'm so lazy. Like, I'm just like, I'm so lazy. I honestly feel like I have, it's like, I think it's a disease or a disorder. Like that you don't go to the gym. Oh, like, like working out like i think i'm allergic to working out <laughs> you know what you probably just haven't found i know you said you've tried every no, single thing no no babe i'm allergic to like, working out I've but you know it's that. also not for everybody like you don't have to do intense exercise like you can mm-hmm. go for walks you can Dara, maybe do nature stuff i can't even go up the stairs <laughs> without puffing <laughs> uh, the other I day know, I got Judy, you for 40. 
the other day <laughs> she literally ran from like one no like literally one platform no, like not even how, one like, half like then half side by side yeah, you know, in she ran from that one to the next one, and she was breathing as if like her heart was about to fall out of her chest. No, like I honestly thought, like I saw my life flash in front of me. Oh god! I sat there and I'm just like, you know what? This is so. Some people this is will a sign. Some people will sit there and be like, you know what? No, I need to change my life. I need a what's it called? I've had lectures from like Clement, David, about like how I don't like I just eat anything. I, I don't take care of myself when I wake up in the morning. Like I don't drink and I hate water. Oh god. Yeah. So like they'll be like all these things, yeah. And they're sitting there and I'm just like story for the gods cuz like I'm not going to listen to what you're going to say. <laughs> like I don't know how many times I have to say it and oh the last one that Clement did was he actually went to the gym and then he's like at crunch he signed up under his name but with my card so he thought that that would motivate me to go so that every time he goes he'll be like Felicia let's go for like I think two days I was like all right you know what that's okay he'll call me Felicia let's go and after that I just knew when he called me after five o'clock like I just didn't answer the phone so I just made plans <laughs> And then it came to not work out. No, honestly, oh. and now I think when I think about it now, I'm just like there's things that I see, and I'm just like I wish I was smaller, and I wish like I was like my waist was like curvier. Yeah. But then again, I'm just like I cannot come kill myself. Mm. Like I got a man, mm. and if he has a problem, well, the door is over there. The door. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry, David. Wait. <laughs> Sorry, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not blooping that, sorry. Trudy, you have to bloop it. No, I will not bloop anything. Trudy! That's okay. David already knows. Sorry, David. I mean, boy. Um, I think my relationship with the gym is always funny to me. I feel like I have, like, if there's such a thing as reverse body dysmorphia, because I'll literally go to the gym for, like, a month, and in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm already at my body goals. <laughs> no, like, dead set. I could go to the gym for a week straight, and then I'll look in the mirror, I'll be like, yeah, I've got it. <laughs> That's it. I'm there. That's it. Literally, and because of that, I'll like lose the motivation to continue. Mm. I'll be like, I don't need to go to the gym anymore. And so reality hits me and I go try on something that I was trying to work towards and I still can't fit into it. And I feel like in my family, because like you mentioned earlier, you need to have thick I was just about skin. To <laughs> I'll literally come back from the gym and maybe I like make a quick smoothie bowl or something. And my mom will be like, didn't you just come back from the gym? I'm like, yeah. And you're eating. And you want to lose weight. Oh, <laughs> I'll just be like, I'm supposed to eat this. She's like, and she has that same um, mentality of you're not meant to eat past a certain time. So like, if I come back from the gym at like, I don't know, nine o'clock and I'm having a smoothie bowl, she's like, how are you going to lose weight? If all you're doing is eating. You just came back from the gym, you're eating at nine o'clock. I'm just like, <sighs> from every corner. And then Joshua will be like, I'll be like excited that I lifted or beat my personal record and my personal best in like squats or something. And Joshua would be like, is that it? <laughs> so, from every corner, you can see I have no, I have zero motivation to continue. I feel like when it comes to gym, for me, it becomes more of a uh, personal thing. I have found that in order for me to stick to the gym, I actually have to go by myself. Because otherwise, I just become too distracted. <laughs> like, extremely she tried, she tried distracted. tried to invite me one time to the gym. <clears throat> I went yeah, outside from out. the mirror. No, like, no, last she was literally no, outside. Honestly, I, I went outside, like, directly in front of her. Like, the glass was there, and I was standing there, and I was looking at her workout. I'm like, enjoying yourself. <laughs> and I was texting her. Like, I was texting her while she was sending her Snapchat. Like, I'm standing directly in front of her. Because I'm just like... That's not for me. You're having fun. And then you have friends. 
honestly, if you were the friend that invited me to the gym, we're not friends. We are not. Oh, not okay. We're not friends. Number one, and can I just say, one time, Funke had a day off and she thought it would be fun. She's at to me seven thirty in the morning to go work out with her. First of all, I don't get. I don't leave the house at five o'clock in the afternoon to work out. What makes you think I'm gonna now get out of bed in the morning and be at the gym at seven thirty? Like in my right senses. Oh, I'm so done. Listen, first of all, we're talking about body positivity. No, you're like saying the gym. No, but I can't you hijack saying, the podcast. It's not about hijacking. It's about that's the same thing. If you're happy with your body, don't let these people that you see signing up at the gym every corner you, you turn, signed up at the, the gym by yourself <laughs> no i didn't I, you did. I reckon that you guys like well there were two things that i actually want to unpack a little bit sorry because no, um, we both we both all three of us brought it up two things the first one was okay like the whole idea of going to the gym and why do you go to the gym and it's like this idea that society gives us that like part of our daily routine should be the gym. Um, the gym. Mm. It is important to do physical activity at least half an hour a day. It is impo- important. But I think why most people fail at going to the gym and joining the gym is that exercise isn't just limited to going to the gym, mm. going on a treadmill, doing this. Like it's any sort of physical activity mm. and you need to find one that you actually enjoy. But it's like this idea that society puts on us that we need to. And also a lot like, and it, it ties into social media, right? Which mm-hmm. is most people don't go to the gym without posting it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, when they're at the gym, they're there in their crop top and shorts and or whatever. And that we all got to know that they're doing this yeah. exercise. But <clears throat> if they were at the gym for an hour, they probably exercised like maybe 15, 20 minutes of that, if even. Mm-hmm. But it's like this idea that society tells us that we need to show people that we are working on our body right constantly working on our body what do you guys think about that like i feel like it's a bunch of bs um i have i have a couple or not as much anymore because actually like you said with your social media over the last probably six months i haven't unfollowed a lot of pages that i feel like were just just there like i wasn't Mm -hmm. really getting anything from it and a lot of the people that I unfollowed were people who would do this, who would literally just be in the gym and just, I'd see snaps from every angle. Like, there'd be gyms I've never been to in my life, but I could literally tell you the floor plan just off someone's Snapchat. Mm. And um, I feel like it's almost, uh, it's like a look at me type of thing. What are the odds? What are the odds? What are the odds that what I would open up my Facebook and that is that's the, the very thing that comes first up. thing? As someone like literally at the gym taking crop photo. top and shorts, shorts. <laughs> taking a photo in front of the weights. In front of the weights. It's a look oh, at me type of thing. Like, hey, I'm at the gym. Look at me. And I feel like I know some people who do it for like accountability. So like they feel like they will post that they're at the gym and then. It's just an everyday type thing. So I guess their followers or family and friends can keep them accountable. But I don't know. I don't see... I haven't seen it for me personally. There's no... I'm not uploading myself at the gym unless, like, I want everyone to know I'm at the gym. Mm. Like, I don't see a real purpose to it. Honestly, I feel like it's... My phone sticks in my bag. If I'm at the gym, that's my time to escape. From the real world. Yeah. You know what? Headphones on, music loud. Like, for all the ten... The five times I went to the gym... (laughs) (laughs) 
can honestly say like but even when i see people post on social media of them like at the gym and stuff i'm just like what is your purpose for that some of, mm. some people just need justification or yeah. they want to like if they've done something to them like if they've enhanced their body they're just like no it's natural like they, oh. they kind of see it like as it's a natural it's natural like i'm working out i've been working out for a very long time mm. like before we brought off tammy right and she did this whole fitness plan like and she was selling us that's how she got like she made her money like she was yeah. making money off like her fitness plan and everything mm. and she was continuously like every single day she was going to the gym even when she, during her pregnancy like she was at the gym every single day and it's things like that it's like you're constantly snapping at the gym and then you turn it into your livelihood that's different like that's mm. that's her that's a career you know what i mean she's made her money or she's made she's found her and passion. also acknowledge if you're putting stuff on the gym and it's a thirst trap just acknowledge it's a thirst trap that's a thirst don't stand there yeah. acting like you're doing it to motivate girls or no. motivate people no. nah you are looking for some people to slide in your DMs like, yeah. just go yeah. you're working no. out if you're in your outfit and you feel like you look good your booty looks good mm, you're take a photo in front of the mirror hashtag thirst trap like exactly. there's no need to hide it we all know it you don't have to pretend you really don't and then you just have some people that just want to post for the sake of posting oh in that also speaking about that there is also uh i guess a stigma that comes with women and working out that most of the time when we are working on our bodies it is for the attention mm-hmm. of a male mm-hmm. or your interests um how how does that weigh up i guess in your and you guys and your body body positivity journey like has it been has there been male has male interest kind of like motivated you to look a certain way or has it just been purely based off how you feel about yourself well i'm married so and when i was very very fat my husband didn't even tell me i was very very fat um because i guess he loves me Um, so, so it really for me it's um i have never been motivated by the opposite sex and also i do a type of sport that usually the women are not we're not doing cardio like mm. we are so i do crossfit so the aim is oh to be strong God. so it's not about me being out here trying to be like you know anorexic it's about i want to have muscles i want people to look at me and be like damn she works out mm. and so a lot of times that kind of body type doesn't lend itself to men being like mm. oh wow like look at her look at her booty or whatever um so i probably am not the right person to to speak on this because i've never really ever um had the thought in my mind that i'm working out so that um men can so i can get validation from a man because even though i have a, a man i i love him and i do care how he views me but i also don't need his validation for my own self-worth yeah um he kind of just adds to the goodness yeah. like he adds just um sugar fat. to sh- like sweetness but oh. i don't need him oh. to like make me feel like to make me feel like i have achieved something, something yeah you know by yeah. going to the gym or by working out by working on my body mm-hmm. sorry david <laughs> oh, oh, which David? <laughs> which David? <laughs> oh, 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 I think it's the same thing with me. Like I've never, and it's. I think it's just from the beginning how we just said it's just about self, like accepting yourself and not needing validation from anyone. Mm. And that goes for a guy. Like I've never had to improve myself or even like when it comes to anything, like to do with my body or even mentally, like to get a validation from a guy because I feel like if I look good, 
like he's getting the praise from the guys does that make sense mm. and if i look bad like that's his own like if it's up to him to stand there like if you want to be with me you're with me if you don't want to be with me you don't want to be with me like that's your own like my body like you didn't start dating me because of how i looked like it's beyond that you know what mm. i mean like it's way beyond that so it doesn't really see that's the thing that i think with david bloop why are, you, why are you clapping? I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not bleeping his name out. You already know. Okay. So, I think with David, like, it was, it's more the fact now that it's like, he's not saying, or he's just saying you're unhealthy. <laughs> Which is actually very different. Mm. Yeah. Like, you can be skinny and unhealthy. Yeah. Skinny fat. And that's me. <laughs> no, no, this, apart from the skinny part, that, that part, that medium size. And I'm unhealthy. And David will say, oh, you're so unhealthy. Like, you don't drink water. And Facts. then if I even con- if I even complain saying I have a headache, he'll say it's because of what I eat. Probably. <laughs> He's probably not wrong. But it's like, I haven't even eaten all day. That's that could worse. probably be the reason why. <laughs> <That's even worse>. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I do eat stuff, so with him, I don't think I've ever... Like, he's never made me feel any certain way. Like, he's never made me feel like I need to be any certain way. And the thing is, like, within myself, like, I'm just comf- like I'm just now at the stage where I'm so comfortable within myself. Like, mm. if I had to change anything, I feel like I can just work on it. Mm. And even with things I wear, like, other people will see and be like, oh, like, she has, like, she has rolls and she looks fat in it. But it's like, who asked you? Like, I don't care. Mm. Like, I, yeah. I'm wearing it. Like, I'm wearing it for me. Like, I'm not wearing it for you. And if I want to... And the funny thing is, I had a conversation with one of my friends the other day with, like, in regards to um, showing cleavage, mm. right? Mm. And I'm just like, there's a certain amount. Like, I wouldn't leave the house. Like, I always... Like, obviously, it comes down to, like, the respect I have for myself and just who I am. Like, I wouldn't leave the house naked. But if I choose to, like, show cleavage, that's, up, that's, that's completely my decision. Like, mm. don't stand there and like have a conversation about me with someone else or someone saying oh but you have a boyfriend and you're showing cleavage like i walked into the club with my boyfriend like yeah. literally standing right beside me yeah like it has nothing to do with you like don't come and complain to my boyfriend saying oh like felicia is showing cleavage he turns around and he's like yeah i know i chose the outfit oh, i love that brother david like he'll just that's a comment he'll mm. make like i chose the outfit because like don't come and talk about me to him like i try to make him feel like oh what like that's for you like that's another thing too it's like oh that's yours like why is she showing too much like that's that's for di- like that's for the guy mm. like no it's my body and if i'm proud of what i'm wearing i'm proud of it like mm. i'm not gonna come and change it like i won't i won't overdo it to an extent where i'm just like out mm. but i also <laughs> everything Everything just popping. (laughs) But But, I think I'll also be honest. Like, I didn't... I've never, ever, ever thought in my mind, I'm trying to impress a guy. Mm. But... I, especially at the beginning of my journey, I was obsessed with female validation. Like, as in validation from other women mm-hmm. that I was beautiful, that I was no longer fat or un- overweight, or that I, I could finally wear a certain type of outfit. That's actually extremely um, interesting, because no one really brings that type yeah. of validation up. Because for, it wasn't about a guy at all. It was about <clears throat> being able to be amongst my group of friends and not feel like the fattest one, mm-hmm. and not feel like guys are looking at me being like, why she wearing that she can't wear that or other girls saying i can't wear that and they felt comfortable Mm -hmm. that i was wearing that and that i looked a certain way um and that was a real struggle for me 
um, just constantly needing that reassurance from other women around me and getting those compliments when they saw me or when they when they saw photos of me and things like that. That's really motivated me, mm-hmm. you know, like and it really fed fed into my sense of achievement because like when I would um maybe get a compliment from somebody um or I wouldn't get a compliment from somebody I would start to think oh did I does it look like I've gained weight again does it do I should I not have worn this should I have not done that like and I think as women like we are so harsh and critical towards each other that it's the men often look at us like we were not even thinking that yeah it but it's like um um I think one time I said to my husband Oh my god, I am I'm going out and I haven't shaved my legs, right? And he said to me, Dara, you know guys don't even notice that. Or I think I said I haven't gotten my armpits waxed and he was like, No guy notices that. It's literally in a woman's head because of other women and what we have like heard yeah. for so many generations that this is the way we need to present ourselves to be appealing to men Mm -hmm. but men don't even care and we just end up just being so critical and awful to each other Mm -hmm. like and that's why we get stuck in this cycle of where we're just like i'm ugly i'm fat or i'm now beautiful or someone made a comment oh my god i need to fix this i'm ugly i'm fat Mm -hmm. and it's just like this cycle that you can never ever get out out of until really just something has to change within yourself for you to leave that um mouse mouse wheel otherwise you're gonna be in it forever and i feel Mm. so sorry for women because there are women who have developed eating disorders who have developed psychological issues who have killed themselves because of that Mm -hmm. it's extremely frustrating no i definitely get it and i feel like for the fact that you mentioned the whole female validation thing and looking like inward of my own journey it starts to make a lot of sense to me because for me it was never really a male validation thing for me because I was always like as I said growing up I was always like the the that friend I was always seen by guys as like a friend I was never like the one that they always went after I was not that girl in the group so a lot of the time the way that I was dressing or the way that I looked was um <laughs> the way that I was dressing or the way that I looked wasn't to find validation from a guy. It was to meet up with the standards of my friends in the group. Mm. And I would always make sure that I dress in a certain way that um, the girls would be like, oh, you look good. And whenever mm. they didn't comment on what I was wearing, that's when I felt like mm. I wasn't up to par mm. and I would beat myself up about it. I remember there was a time when um, there was that crazy remember what like mini mini dresses were in does anyone like remember like bodycon dresses like bodycon like band-aid dresses short ones i never partook (laughs) bruh i was never this at this point everyone like if you were not wearing a mini band-aid bodycon dress you were not cool i was never cool and i was never cool because (laughs) i could not pull it off like i am way too tall and i am way too busty to get away with these dresses like um a girl shorter than me with like a smaller chest would be able to wear the dress and not be seen as that bad but i would wear the dress and i would literally look like an a shower like i would look like <laughs> i'm trying to purposely sell my body God forbid so now that i think about it female validation has played a huge role in my life and a lot of the times when i'm dressing up i'm dressing up because i want to be able to fit the i guess the overall look of the group mm. that i'm going to meet mm. and that's always in the back of my mind like when i'm buying an outfit when i'm trying on an outfit i'm like 
am I gonna mesh is it gonna work well am I gonna get the compliments that I want and yeah that's crazy I like I never really looked and, at yeah. it from that way it's been female validation over a guy like a guy could literally tell me I don't like your outfit and it will not matter I yep. do not care like I do not care do you remember the amount of times my own husband has said to me you look so good or you've lost so much weight mm-hmm. or blah 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 and I'd be like yeah alright as soon as some random off the street that's a woman tells me that I'm like oh my god thanks girl I really do look good see that's so like I actually never thought about it that way but like every single time I get dressed like my little cousin she's only 16 and she's the one that like I'll ask her do I look good Mm. like if she says like oh no change those shoes I will run upstairs and change it Mm. or if she says no change the pants it doesn't look good I will go and change it and it's so crazy because she's like 16 years old like Mm -hmm. she doesn't even fit into like my age bracket but yet like her opinion means so much like Mm. but then you have like my brother if my brother in like even makes a comment saying oh Felicia what are those shoes I'll like I wouldn't even look at his face yeah but I never really thought of it that way Mm. and I get really like sensitive if she says something about the way, even when I upload photos on like Instagram and stuff mm. she's the one that goes through all the photos and then likes them and then I'll sit there and I'm like do I look fat in this one mm. do I like th- does my waist look small like mm. did you get the angles and now like she knows my angles so when she takes <laughs> no she's the real one she knows mm. my angles so when she takes the photo and I didn't realize like until now how much her opinion like mm. her being a female like how much her opinion matters more than my boyfriend's opinion mm. when I realized that I was searching for the validation of other women. That's when I was lucky enough to get off this dangerous cycle of just constantly needing reassurance from people Mm. and Mm. particularly other women. And like when I fell pregnant with my son in 2016 or 2015 and... Um, we realized he was a boy. I desperately wanted a girl before before we found out he was a boy. De- when I say desperately, I find a woman who wants a girl more than I do. And then we found out it was a boy, and I was so disappointed. Oh. And honestly, that's the truth, Mark. If you listen to this in however many years' time, sorry, real truth. <laughs> um, I was so disappointed. And then I kept searching and searching within myself, like, why am I so disappointed? And I felt something say to me, like, you are not ready to mother a woman, to mother a girl. Because where I was in my life at that time, I had such self-loathing. And I always said, when I have a girl, I'm going to raise her to be strong, to be in love with herself, to love other women and to do everything she can to uplift women Mm. and to like live a life of an example of what self-love is. Mm. And I had none. Literally, I hated every single thing about myself. I was ashamed of my weight. I thought I was ugly. I was unhappy within myself and it's like can you imagine bringing a a girl who yes i know boys face body image issues i know they face criticism of the way that they look but women so much more like the your ability to get ahead in your career depending on what you do can hinge entirely on the way that you look and i'm not just talking about models there are people who want to get um far in the corporate world but because of the way that they look Look, when they go to interviews that they are not taken seriously and they don't progress to the next step even though they are qualified Mm -hmm. and i was like i am not ready to mother a woman to a girl she would hate herself because she would see me looking in the mirror every day and obsessed 
obsessing about how much I hated myself and talking about how much I hated myself and talking myself down. When your partner says to you over and over again, I wish you loved yourself and saw yourself the way I saw you, like you realize that there's a problem. And I realized that obviously I needed to work on my outward to like to also change my inward that was the truth for me some people they don't need to change their outward it's fully inward for me i needed to change both Mm -hmm. and by starting on changing my outward that helped me change my inward Mm -hmm. and then i'm like you know what i really did sometimes i do still look at myself and think ugh. I'm so fat. Like, ask my husband. Every day it's, Dave, am I fat? Dave, am I? But it's like, I care about what he thinks, but it's, I don't need the reassurance. I don't need the constant validation from external people Mm -hmm. for me to feel whole and for me to feel like I am strong and I am beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think it also helped when I got rid of heaps of just trash. Guys, you are following trash on social media. Like, for real. Like, if you are like looking at your following and you've got thousands and thousands and thousands that you are following what are they bringing onto your your life life and and feeding your soul every morning Mm. like i wake up at 6 40 every day and to be honest like when i get up um before i get into the shower like i scroll on my phone Mm -hmm. for a few minutes that's the very first thing that i do in the morning so Mm -hmm. it's like what's the very first thing that you look at in the morning and how does that set the tone for the rest of your day and the rest of your week Mm. no it's actually so real and like i said i had to unfollow a lot of people because i just found that i was in a space this was like probably around december to like the beginning of the year i was in such a negative space because i was going through like all this stress and another thing that i attribute to like my body image issues or whatever the case is when i get like really stressed or really like um inwardly depressed i start eating Mm. and that's like my coping thing and a lot of the time i don't even realize that i'm doing it Mm. until like i actually look at my face because every time i put on weight it goes to my face straight away So if I look at my face and I'm like, uh, yeah, the cheekbones aren't popping as much as they used to, <laughs> I've definitely put on weight. So I just realized that I was going through all that stress. I was putting on weight and I was scrolling through my gram and I'm just seeing like bodies, 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 bodies. And I'm just like, oh, this is making me like hate myself so much because even though I'm not actively saying I want to look like this, it's shaping how I feel about myself because I'm Mm. looking at these bodies on my gram Mm. and then I'm looking at my body in real life and it's not adding up. Like I'm not seeing the correlation. I'm like, why isn't my body looking like this? Like I don't get it. And a lot of the time, what frustrates me when it comes to this is like I could talk about how something is making me feel and then to somebody else and they would dismiss it like don't be silly you don't look like that you look fine Mm. I'm like okay but now you're dismissing how I actually feel about something because Mm. obviously I don't look fine if I'm coming to you with this issue and I feel like a lot something that we need to kind of learn not to do when our friends bring stuff like this up to us is don't dismiss it like you don't have to validate or enable how they feel but don't dismiss how they feel Mm. because it is real like if they actually feel like they need to work on something or if they're genuinely bringing something to you find a comfortable medium i guess a comfortable balance or sometimes all you have to do is just listen like sometimes you don't even have to say anything just lend that open like that helping ear to what they're saying Mm. and give them like that safety do you know what i mean Mm. because the last thing i want to hear is 
you look fine don't don't worry you don't need to do anything and that's that's the go-to every single time sorry i'm not that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but be real with your friends but also in love you know yeah. like but if someone is your friend like Honestly, you'll be able to know like when you when they are pouring themselves out to you and what their response to you you'll know yeah. like is that my friend? Like, are they really the person? And not every single person that you're friends with is going to be the right person to talk about every single thing with. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have that friend who... You're, you guys are really close and you go out together all the time. But if I want to get real about, hey, I'm feeling down today about myself. Like, they might not be the right person to talk to because maybe they've never really... Like, but to be honest, all women have gone through feeling that way. But maybe you haven't felt like yeah, they're the right yeah. person that's gone through the same thing about how they are looking... How they look or how mm-hmm. they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's finding the right people to, to talk about... Mm-hmm. Like that, you you are feeling this way. You are feeling down, mm-hmm. um, but don't stop talking about it for sure because that's when you get stuck in this sad spiral. I knew a girl who she lost heaps of weight, a lot of weight. Like I mean, she went from I think weighing like one hundred and ninety two kilos to weighing like sixty something kilos. Yeah. And um, you know, where everybody was like, "Oh my god, you look so good! You look so good!" And then a post. She made a post randomly one day where she said she has anorexia. Whoa. Yeah. And she was trying to do- document her recovery on social media. Mm. But then she actually, within a few weeks of her telling everyone she had um, anorexia, she went to she went into treatment and she's out back home with her family. She was like, I have to get off social media because if I have one, any real chance to recover, I cannot be part of Not this machine that says if you don't look a certain way you are not worthy Mm. you know Mm. and maybe you need to just detox from social media from toxic friends if you have a friend who if you meet all they ever do is talk about how good they look or how bad they look maybe it's time you take a little bit of a break from them just a little a little because they might be the your physical social media that's feeding that's not feeding your soul right Mm. or even the ones that like they know they look good and it's like they just want like they'll be like oh i look so bad today and stuff like that like fishing, fishing for compliments. oh my like, god it's just like no you can't do that but just like going back to your story because i know like in high school i had like my really like one of my really close friends she was going through anorexia and then they had another one who was like going through the same thing but then she was quiet about it and the other one was so like she was quiet about it but then she had we had her parent like her mum always calling because we we're all really close always calling because she was scared that her daughter was going to go through something and like one day she's just not going to meet her daughter and so we had like i remember one time like we drove like really late at night to this um to the house and we were there and she was crying and stuff and then you had this other girl who i know because she comes and confides in me like i know she's going through the same thing like she had bulimia like she was going through the exact same thing but she's sitting like directly in front of another girl who was like pouring herself out like she was like no like she was vomiting and everything like that she was like forcing herself and then she was crying explaining like what she's going through right now and my other friend is just sitting there like how how can i be strong for her that kind of thing and it's just like how in that situation i've just turned around and looked at her and i'm like how like you need to go home mm. like i need to take you home like i need to take care of you i know you're trying to like be here for her mm. and we're trying to be here for her but then it's like when i drop you after we leave here like right now you're fine because like you're putting like you're putting on this face saying oh like i'm okay i'm okay i want to be here for her 
But as soon as we leave you at home, like you're gonna be going through the same thing she's going through. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be around that, and it's some. It's really hard because you want to be there for your friends, but if you're going through something, and but you're doing it, you're going through it in secret. Like don't put on a brave face. Don't like don't be around that kind of the same person that has the same like if mentality as if you, it'll or, trigger you trigger you yeah or that they'll trigger mm-hmm. you like don't be around it and even no matter how hard you say oh no like i just need to be there for them it's not that easy mm-hmm. like i've had people like that have gone like i had really bad anxiety and stuff after my dad had passed away but then it's like it led to so many other things and i had friends that had to support and then they were going through things and then they will say to me so many different things and like i'd have to listen to them cry over the phone and explain their story to me and i'm just like okay and then i'll be there for them and i'll be so strong and as soon as i get off the phone like i'll just break down and it's so hard like as females like yeah we want to empower each other we want to uplift each other and just be there but sometimes you just need to take 10 steps back mm. and and reevaluate and your reevaluate own. your own know your demons as well yeah and what if so your demons easy. is your family like as in cool. what if you, like we've all told a story mm. about how we have said and we joke about it right like oh you know if you're african you gotta have tough skin too bad yeah. mm. but what do you do when the constant negativity is from your family like and look my mum she ain't, she's I don't know if she listens to this. If you are listening, I'm sorry for throwing you on the bus right now. <laughs> but like when I was growing up, I was a fat kid, yes. And when I would finish eating, if I went to go get another serving, she'll always go she'll always say, You're gonna go have another one. Are you sure you need that serving? Like she's not saying to be malicious because they probably don't hear themselves or yeah. they that's just how they grew up. That's what their parents said yeah. to them and that's how it's tough love. But what do you do when it's your family that's saying negative things that if you even want to feel good about yourself, you come home and you hear things like, oh, you've gained weight again. Or like, should you be eating after you just went to the gym? Or you're still so fat, like you're just slightly less fat. Like, what do you do? (laughs) What do you do? No, it's true though. Like, or sometimes when you feel like you've lost weight and then I'll be telling like, I know physically, like I feel like I've lost weight. And then my grandma will turn around and be like, which weight have you lost? <laughs> like, so she, and then she'll literally say to me, she's like, keep disappointing yourself. Oh! Like she, that's the thing that she keeps saying, keep disappointing yourself. Like you're here saying, and I think, and then the other day I said to her, cause I got, like, I got really mad at her and I'm just like, you always telling me, I'm like, I know I've lost weight. Like I know I look good. And she's like, you know, she's like, no, if I keep encouraging you, like, if you're going to sit like, I don't want you to get too comfortable in like, if you're getting big like if i know you're heading towards a certain direction like i don't want to get want you to get too comfortable like if i say oh yeah you have lost weight and i agree with you then you're going to be comfortable and then you're just going to be doing the same thing that you used to do and then you're going to gain weight and i'm just like wait what (laughs) (laughs) like you yell at me and stuff like that but i think i don't know how you can with you especially dara and like i don't know with judy and stuff too like it's just like you said that's just how our parents probably grew up and because they grew up that way they feel like they need to implement that same Mm -hmm. thing to us but it's like no it's a conversation i found like the most effective thing for how i was raised was to bring it up because one thing we have to remember is uh a lot of the times with our parents we're like in australia we say we're pretty much first generation nigerians growing up in australia right Mm -hmm. it's not like a lot of other countries like the uk where they would have fourth fifth third generation Mm -hmm. right so a lot of times our parents are only teaching us or bringing us up the way they know how which would be the way that they were brought up. And there wasn't always, not a lot of our parents had that like open flow of like comfortable conversation with their parents. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things was just their parents saying one thing and them like taking it. And that's how a lot of our parents try to 
you know, raise mm-hmm. us. But then they realise, hey, that's not how it works. Because in Australia, we encourage that open flow of conversation. So what I found was just bring it up. Like, mom, when you say that, it makes me feel like crap. Like, it actually does. And a lot of time, the response will be like, oh, but it was a joke now. Like, I didn't mean to, <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you. Like, that's not how I, I, want, I intended it to be. But, like you have to make it known because um <clears throat> there have been times when things have been said and i'm just like i feel like i want to break down and cry right now and i'm not mm. like the emotional person i'm mm. the one that's like why are you crying mm. like there are things that have been said where i just want to actually just hide my face and cry and i would literally just have to say i cannot believe you just said that like that is so mean mm. and a lot of the time it's just like i didn't intend it to be like that and it's just that barrier that i feel like needs to be broken and needs to actually be openly spoken about in order for it's for there to be any sort of change Mm. and if a lot of the times i guess with parents they're more willing to kind of listen like it will be hard 100 percent, it will be hard because nobody wants to change their ways but like we're their children and how do you do it as a 13 year old because like when you're like a 23 year old when you're a 27 year old i'm like i've literally said to my parents like you you need to respect me you Mm -hmm. need to know your place in my life at this point Mm -hmm. but when you're 13 how do you have that conversation to be honest the best person to speak on this is patience my youngest (laughs) is patience (laughs) patience has one thing that i have like loved in her since she was little is the fact that she's she will speak openly to anyone regardless of how old you are how old she is like she's just always been that person and there's a time I remember when she was young I think she was about eight or nine and um I think my dad had said something and she looked at my dad and my dad was like what like what's your problem and then Patience was like you know what you said wasn't nice like you know you shouldn't have said it like that was essentially what she said this is an eight-year-old talking to a grown african man and my dad's like what do you mean by that what do you mean what i said was wrong how is it wrong she broke it down to him and this was at eight like you shouldn't have said it like this if you wanted to get this point across you should have said it like this and i would have listened to you (laughs) if you said it to me nicely but now that you said it to me like this I'm upset and I don't want to listen to what you have to say is what she said and the funniest part about all of that is like my dad took a step back and like initially he dismissed her but after about an hour or two he came back and called her back and was like I understand (laughs) wow so I feel like a lot of the time it can as young as you are I'm not saying go and disrespect your parents. Don't come do and not don't, quote the do podcast. not quote me and say I told you to disrespect your parents. What I'm saying is within reason, sometimes you can pull pull up something. If something is like something has been said and it has actually hurt your feelings and you feel like it's not the right thing. You can bring it up in a respectful way, in a way that they will understand, in a way that they will listen. Because a lot of the times they are they are open to listening, but nobody's actually like putting them in the not putting them in their place, but nobody's actually saying anything because you're too scared to do so. Mm. Mm. Sometimes that's all it takes. That open conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like it goes from there to Jude's. It's like sometimes you tell your parents like I don't like what you did and the way you said it and stuff, and they'll be like, No, but I'm only joking and mm. As African parents, like you would think, like then the the next time something happens, they'll say the exact same thing. But then I think in your head you're like, okay, it's a joke. Like they're not because you've already had that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Like they're not trying to offend you. Like it's just parents. But even being jokes parents. can be like, yeah, really um, detrimental to your how you see yourself. 
Mm. No, it is. Because that joke will be in the back of your mind. And then subconsciously you'll be checking. Like, it could be something as small as, oh, see your head. Like, big head, big head, big head. Like, as a joke. One day or eventually when I'm, like, out and about or if I'm getting ready, I'm going to be like, is my head actually that big? <laughs> like, it'll actually be in the back of my mind. And you stop looking at my head. I know I have a big head. I didn't ask you. That's why you have blue hair. <laughs> Anyways. So, it's just... It's funny that the conversation actually went towards our parents. So I guess it's <laughs> safe to say that our parents have had the quite a big influence when it comes to our, how we see our body and body positivity, right? Yes. No, 110%. But our parents were there before social but media, man. But the funny thing is, it's like, you're the ones buying the food to feed me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Did they force it like, in my mouth? No, yes. <laughs> Let your African parent cook and then you not eat. Are That's you mad? Thing, right? Because your grandparents, I mean, my grandparents don't live in Australia. Mm-hmm. But if I think about it, grandparents are the first ones to be like, why are you eating? Mm-hmm. You haven't eaten. But they'll also be the first people to Tell say, you- oh, you're looking a bit chunky there. <laughs> my grandma was different, actually. Like, when I went when I went to Nigeria this year, um, when she saw me, she was like, oh, you look good. You look good. But I could... 100% I know I put on weight I had put on so much weight Since the last time She had seen me obviously But she was yeah, the only person um, I was 13 She was the only person Who um, mm. was actually Every like Every morning when I Woke up and got ready She would be like The person to gas me Like oh, oh mommy You look so fine You look so pretty Like that's her What she would do Every single morning mm. But we went to visit This one auntie Oh god I st- Not even two steps Inside the door Ha Judy You are fat so <laughs> You put on weight, so why? No, 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 no. This is not you. This is not you. What happened? Remember, you used to be small, like, pa, like, you used to be skinny. What happened? I was 13. I was just like, uh, I was about 10 years younger. No, the thing is, like, the last time she had seen me was probably like two or three years ago. So she was like, <laughs> why? Why did you do this to yourself? This is not nice. No, for real. Like, she pulled me aside and she's like, no, like, are you going through something? Why? Like, t- talk to You can talk to me. I can help you. Like, what's going on? Okay, is it boy trouble? <laughs> I was just like, Auntie, no. Like, I'm just living life, innit? Like, <laughs> it's just food. The food is just too sweet. You gave me the food. <laughs> Literally. That's why it's like, if you're getting, like, um, it's hard to change mm. like things that have been embedded to to people's psyche for so long, like your grandparents or your parents. Mm. So if you if you're comfortable and you can have that conversation, like especially with your parents, mm. um, great. And if you can't, and you know that's what you have to live with, that means that you need to make sure that things that you're hearing outside to that contradict that message mm, in yeah, terms exactly. of because if you're hearing that and then you also feed yourself with things that you do have control over and you're the same message how are you ever gonna like start to love yourself yeah exactly like it's not every it's day odd. like pinching my stomach about how i have got roles like whatever I like we all have roles Stretch marks are you know they're, some men they are visible like s- not all men think that just because you've got roles that means you're unlovable mm. and if they do you probably shouldn't be loved by them anyway and you shouldn't Facts. be searching for their love amen Facts. so like let it go like there's something so freeing 
about am I the only one who used to be scared to eat in public? No. Eh? I, I wait, used to I, be scared. I was never to, scared to eat. Nah, no, I like, used to be scared like, to was eat. I? In Seriously. Like why? Not, well maybe not scared, but I was I felt self conscious about eating in public. I'd be like, Oh, I don't want people to think that all I do is eat this. That's what I like. All I eat, <laughs> eat blah blah blah. Oh, am I going out? Okay, better order a salad. No. Never be I me. hate salad. Never be me. Even the word <laughs> salad makes me want to vomit. Like <laughs> no. What are we getting? Um, so I'll get a half too. chicken, thanks. Like, I'm like, there is nothing more liberating than finally accepting yourself and everything that comes with yourself. Yeah. Because things that you thought were so, things that you used to, Whatever. other people, like, like telling my friends now, telling you guys about my whole eating thing. Mm. When you stop worrying about it, you just feel so free. Like, going into a shop and being like, I know I can fit into that. Um, Oh, but I don't want to wear it because people might be like, why is she wearing a tight dress? You know what? I feel good when I wear this tight dress. Bye. And you know what? I don't want to wear um, tights or spanks or whatever. I can't breathe when I wear that shit. I don't care. If you have a problem with being able to see my belly button in my dress, look away. Look away, love. You know? Ah, the freedom. The freedom Mm. of loving and accepting yourself. It's worth more than money. It is. You know what? It is. And also, like, in just with you saying that, like, with the whole you eating in public and whatnot, and even when you went out with friends, it also goes to show, like, you just have to be comfortable around people. Like, with you Mm. loving yourself, it also entails having people around you that also have the same vision of themselves and Mm. also you in respect. Like, if I have a friend that I'm not comfortable with, I'm not going to go out with you. Like, I'm not even going to be friends with you like i'll be acquaintances but like i'm not gonna be friends with you because when i go out and i have chicken i'm gonna sit there and chew my bone like i need a friend <laughs> that's i need a friend that's gonna sit there and chew, chew with, with me, me. yes like, don't chew. stare that don't stare yes. at me like honestly like sit there and ch- like, i'm not gonna be embarrassed of what i ate like mm. if i paid for it or not even just that like i want to sit there and have a conversation with you and we'll be eating together and like no oh i need to order a salad like i just need mm. to no why are you eating grass mm. have you ever been lo- looking at people on dates when you can tell it's probably a newer day and you see the girl suffering through her disgusting bowl of poo (laughs) aka salad i'm like i do not envy you honestly babe you know you wanted to order the burger she'll like order the burger cut up the lettuce real small (laughs) like Uh, like order the burger but you know what it's that's actually a thing though like we laugh about it but that's actually a thing i remember this like this girl from melbourne told me that like they don't eat in front of guys it's not me like that can never be me like me. what that's another thing um, i'll eat with my hands if i have to if i need to i will wash the hands and eat and the thing is like we talk about having to the most the goal in or the, one of my goals in life is that i am so like content with where i am and the person that i am that nobody can tell me otherwise like having such strong knowledge of self-worth mm. trumps everything like all these issues that we have right and i feel like one of the steps to getting there is looking inward at your circle mm. and really yes. really evaluating that circle because one friend could be the difference between you truly loving yourself and you completely hating yourself so i guess one thing that we can say is if you are on the journey to finding like your self-worth and starting to love yourself for who you are you really do have to look at your circle Mm. and sometimes it might even be family like that you if you have to cut someone out off because they are tarnishing how you or or they just make you feel horrible every single time you're around them they probably need to go Mm. like most likely 
and highly likely in fact highly likely like they certainly need to they like, need to leave disappear let them go and it's so mm-hmm. like it's easier said than done to let people go but honestly it's, it's just such a refreshing it's so just it's just refreshing knowing mm-hmm. that like and you can tell the difference as soon as like you stop talking to someone like you just yes. like Sometimes it's not even like you telling them like I'm gonna stop talking to you for a certain way. It's just like it just you happens. taking ten steps back mm. and like not messaging, not contact, not calling and stuff. And you just feel like that breath of fresh air. Like it used to feel that relief, and it's mm. like oh okay, like I don't feel like I have to be a certain mm. way. Like I don't feel like I have to do this anymore. Mm. Or like, not indulging to, yeah. what they normally do. Like if someone only calls you to tell you about something bad that has happened or to mm. gossip about someone else, the next time they call you, stop them and be like, look, I don't want to talk about this. Can we talk about something else and if you notice that there's nothing else for you to talk about besides gossiping then mm. you can end that you can literally just say look can you imagine that we have a friendship where we can only gossip about people what type of friendship is that mm. and i've had to do that before it's simple though it's simple your skin will thank you for it later yeah there's, there's nothing more um <laughs> liberating than like a lack of drama in your life for real Facts. honestly when you start realizing actually wait i have no drama i'm not fighting with anybody no nope. there's nobody who's texting me away going through long text exchanges no nope. like calling this friend and then calling this other friend did you hear about what this was conference call you, there's nothing Babe. better than peace in your life even yeah. when you send essays like i reply back okay no one's like, sending me essays anymore. I'm, so. Like no one sends them anymore because it's just like they've realized I'm, I'm not gonna read them. There have been times where people have blocked me, then unblocked me to tell me that they have blocked me. That's yeah, how, like, that's uh, how. That's I'm, how you know. Like, bro, it's like I'm, I'm not even like I'm not in this planet anymore. I'm on my own. I am so like I can honestly say right now as I am as a person, I am extremely happy with myself and where I am <coughs> and that is partly due to the people that I have around me thank you I'm did I did I mention your name no I'm, okay. I'm still anyway. here so that means I'm part <laughs> the people I have around me are very like no nonsense and they're also very like real okay come in exactly so wow if you have people around you that are extremely real with not only with you but with themselves it makes a world of difference mm. because um, there's no time that I can step out of the house looking trash and my friend will be like, no, babe, you look fine. Mm. Uh, it's not go happening. Go fix your eyebrows, please. But also, even if you do even if you do look trash and that friend's like, you look trash, you're like, I'm fine with looking trash. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly. exactly. That's what I'm you saying. You know? Exactly. That's, like, that's, that's it. The reality of the thing is not everyone is going to slay every moment of mm. the day. And the not day that you realize that, baby girl, you're going to mm. save money on makeup. You're gonna save money. You're gonna save time, and you're gonna save. You're just gonna love yourself because, like, you're just gonna know that you had time. One hundred percent. Like, I can tell you for real right now. I wear makeup maybe once, maybe twice a week. Oh, twice a week is twice a week is pushing it. We have like, do I have a special event? Yeah, (laughs) literally. And I'm reevaluating whether or not I actually have to go to this special event. I'm still using the same foundation bottle from like three years ago. Foundation expires. Oh, they tell me this. <laughs> Wait, foundation expires? As a 12 month shelf lifetime. Oh, well, clearly. <laughs> I never uh, wear makeup. Should I throw away, in the How about throw away my okay. $60 bottle of foundation? Oh my god. <laughs> have you had your first broken since you used it? Am I dead? No, you're not. <laughs> what the hell? This shelf life matters. Just so everybody knows, <laughs> I did not endorse using foundation for three years. Yeah, if I should the palette foundation. If yours is expired and with the same skin tone, <laughs> and you want to throw it out, give it to me. 
Oh my gosh. Oh, you know what? Another thing is too, just before like everything if you are an older sibling to someone or even like just anyone outside just know that like that you have younger people looking up to you mm-hmm. so everything you know letting not. you know that yeah literally whether you know it or not like there's literally people looking at you and it's so important that you don't stand there like if you have something wrong with you like it's all right have that open conversation with your siblings and be able to tell them like hey like if you don't feel good about yourself like speak up about it don't bottle it in Mm. but also in saying that you just need to be conscious with the things that you say and also the things that you post on your social media because if you're doing the exact same thing your siblings like let's say your siblings are different and they're looking at you and then they're at school and people are just like oh i've had like my siblings people like are you related to felicia they're like yeah and they're like no you guys don't look alike like look at her and look at you and then it's like but why because they're so different and the thing is when you guys are at home you guys are the same people like when you have no makeup on like you're the exact same person but then what you put on your social media that everyone else looks at they're just like oh she's so pretty like she's so this i don't look like that 24 7 i don't even look like that (laughs) i don't even look like that like 24 minutes (laughs) judy i'm i'm being real i don't look like that i look better than my social media (laughs) no but in real life one thing i love about my sisters is that I feel like they're very happy with themselves. Like I have tried my best to kind of pick them up where I've fallen as I grew mm-hmm. as like I grew older. Especially like with yeah, with my two younger sisters, with patience being like really tall. I've tried to make sure that she knows that being tall is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's cool because like you have the likes of Meg the Stallion and like Nella Rose and all these girls who are actually tall in social but, media, I guess. Fashion Nova is still trying to catch up. <laughs> but <laughs> tall people. One with my two sisters, I feel like they have gotten to a point where they're content with how they look and they're happy with how they look and when it comes to makeup it's only as like an added thing like it's not Mm. everything they're so beautiful without it they are they are beautiful and then you have my nine-year-old sister that would tell you that she looks good like she'll never fail to tell you good no like she'll never fail to remind everyone around her and when anyone says she looks like felicia she's like yeah i'm like felicia but But i'm better oh my god i'm obsessed with her (laughs) no like honestly like she'll literally be like she's like i'm a mini you but just like better and like sometimes i look at her i'm just like you're mad but like i'm so glad she has that confidence and she's able to a reflection of people that she has around her that's what i'm saying yeah exactly and even when we go out in public if anyone wants to comment on something that how she looks or anything like that she's not afraid to give it to you like she's not afraid to turn back around and look at you and then she'll pick on your insecurity and be like hey <laughs> look at you like don't talk about me focus and on, then go focus on like go face of fixing have. yourself oh my god I and she's that. only nine and i'm so grateful because it's like i also have people around me that like she looks up to like it's not just it goes beyond me mm. like sometimes she'll sit there and like she'll look at photos like she'll like photos or if she's going through my phone she'll see photos of judy or like funks or anything like that she'll just go through it and she's like oh they look so pretty and and she's like they look so good she's mm. able to recognize that and then she has them like as inspiration too like it's not just it doesn't all just fall under me and i'm so mm. grateful for that oh, baby girl my friend sit there baby girl. anyways touching quickly um one of the dilemmas i got on the last episode was around um tattoos and surgery yeah tattoos and surgery um when it comes to these type of things i feel like for me personally i have you've you said it as well i have no real issue with surgery i don't see like i don't feel like i should ever have a place to condemn someone for making a personal choice to get surgery because that's none of my business that's not my body 
I'm not going through what you're going through the same way that if I was to get surgery when I get surgery um I would not care what anyone else has to say so yeah exactly and if you see finish it Judy if you see my body or Sorry, my booty or anything banging, say. mind your business. Exactly. Mind, mind it. it. Mind the business do that not pays you. you. Do That's not come and I'm... ask me anything. Like, it's not no, your you business. No, you can ask me. Like, you I will ask. tell you. If I got it done, I'll tell you I got it done. Because, like, how am I going to go from having no booty to having a booty and tell you it's natural? Like, come on. No, but, like, I also, you don't feel like you shouldn't have to explain yourself to anyone. True. Like, if someone is going to come and ask you questions, like, if you see a progress, it could be... Like, honestly, sometimes it could be that you've just worked out extensively. Yeah, like, no. not like It's not a dramatic... That's another that's thing. That's another thing. A dramatic... You cannot grow a booty in the gym. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. You no, cannot. you cannot. If you are not genetically inclined to have a big booty, you're not going to grow it in the gym. So you will not grow it. So, Dara, you go to the gym all the time. Can you grow a booty in the gym? She says she's obsessed with working out. Bro, can I just say, even all the trainers at the gym know that it's, you're injecting something. Thing. Yep. Okay, like yeah, you, there are obviously like if you work out, you have a firm booty. It is also possible for you to change like the fact that you have no booty whatsoever to like having one that maybe has shape. But if you're talking about those booties, nah. If they told you they got the it by doing squats, they're lying. Squatting, squats squat what? Yeah. Like squat from now to Jesus comes. Exactly. You will not have that booty. It's not a thing. So if you feel like you need to get surgery to like what I like the way that you put it. You said you're doing it. It's not because you hate yourself. Mm -hmm. You're doing it just to enhance think features that you might already like, or you might not hate, but it's just features that you think. You know what? I want to get this. Exactly. It's not because you hate it. It's because when you look at it, you're like, I reckon that if I did this, I would like it a bit more. A little bit more. But you're not also doing it because you're like, oh, I want to just like have bigger booty than all my friends or <laughs> blah blah blah. Like, because if you're doing it because of other people, then it's quite. You, you, it's very. It's not, I can hear the cricket. It's not gonna end up well because when people move on and be like, actually, big booties are not in anymore. You're exactly. gonna start feeling it, sad about yourself. Yes, exactly. And things like that. When it comes to your body, it's not a trend. No. Like, do not follow a trend because I'm telling yeah. you, you're gonna wake up in a year and it's like. I'm waiting for normal size to be normal. <laughs> There's no such thing. Like, it just... If you... Okay, I guess the, the last... The final kind of thing is just make sure that any decisions that you're making... It's for about you. your life is for you and yeah. for the betterment of yourself. And it's not also to keep up with the trend. Because like we said, once that trend passes, you can't return your booty. You you're still going to have that booty. You're going to have be like, hi, everyone. Hi. I know everyone wants flat booties now, but... <laughs> What can we do? Exactly. Exactly. Who, who are we helping? Nobody. No, but it's true, guys. Just to round up real quick, what wow. is our songs of the week? Oh, my From God. Smooth FM, though. Don't put me out of the bus <laughs> like this. Oh, gosh. Um, you know what? I've been listening to... Uh, I'm cool, okay? I've been listening to a lot of shuffled... Um, shuffled. Um, Afrobeats. Oh, my God. Ooh. And whenever Jare comes on, I always replay it. Sorry, so sorry what's song? You know, is it Jare, Jare? Jare. Oh my god. Jare. 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 I'm a disgrace. Oh I'm a disgrace. I'm a disgrace. I'm a disgrace. I should have just stuck to Chance the Rapper. You should have just said Chance. Or, actually, you know what? Jadena. 
um, Sufi woman and Susu. Both, both songs. Just a brown skin girl. Brown skin girl. <laughs> oh, I should have said to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I should have said me. I should have said Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I love Jared by Burning Boy. Burning Boy? Burning Boy? Burning Boy? <laughs> Is he burning? Sorry, Burning Boy, we love you. Don't <laughs> not come to Australia because of just, this. Just for the, just for, um, to clear up the confusion, it's Jara by Jara. Burning Boy. Oh, God. I'm a disgrace. <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, my song of the week comes off Jidana's new album, and it is actually Sufi Woman. Oof, I like Sufi Woman. That's a good one. I yeah. What? Please, Are you Jerry, want to laugh at this? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. 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 Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> my chest. <laughs> no, guys. My song of the week is um, Baby by Joe Boy. Do, What's do, do, do. That's I play for you after. Like, it's actually my favorite song. I think it's I actually like beginning as well. It's cute. <laughs> and my mom's breakdown of the video. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Anywho's. That's, that's a, a story for another day. Yes. Because... But thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I guess... Um. Oh, what's one thing that we want them to kind of take away from this episode? For me, I want you guys to actively work towards becoming the best person that you can be. Mind, body, and soul. Um. Just taking those little steps to, you know look inwards and try to get to a point where you have a strong amount of self-worth self-worth to a point where like nobody could tell you any different i guess it's Mm. a hard journey but it's it's one that's definitely worth it and it's one that i'm currently working towards Mm, that's a good one stop searching for your self-worth outside yo self-worth comes from within and when you find it, nobody can take it away from you. That's true. 100%. Me, just just be yourself and just like your surrounding. Just be very cautious of people you surround yourself with. Like, don't you don't need to fit in. Like, girl, if that place is too tight, move. Create your own lane. Like, create your own lane. Mm. Like, don't try to squeeze in there for anything. Like, it's not worth it. And like I think we've all pretty much said, when once you realize like how much you're worth and how once you're happy within yourself, it's a feeling that literally money can't buy. It's a feeling that no one can take away from you, and it's just like a beginning of something new from then from that day forward. So yeah, be happy, Mm. be you, be brave. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) That was so trash and so funny. Thank you, Judy. I'm just being real. You said you were real friends. I'm being yes, you're trash then. Thank you. Anywho, thank you guys for being on the episode. This was a good episode. I'm actually really keen to hear what the guys have to say next week. Ha. But have a blessed week until then. We'll see. We'll hear from you then, I guess. Or you hear from us then. Bye. Bye.